you're not only the manager, you're not only a colleague, you're not only a mother or a father, a friend, sister, brother, whatever. There are so many different roles that you have. And just obviously it's not accepting who you are. Dare to be who you are and don't be shy about it. This is Leading Up, a podcast from Udemy Business. Our guests share the advice, insights, and inspiration to help you transform as a leader. I'm Alan Todd, your host and the Vice President of Leadership Development at Udemy. Together, we can work, lead, and live differently. Listeners, I want to start this episode by asking you a question. Who are you as a leader? This is a critically important question, one that we don't ask ourselves often enough. This question can help us lead authentically, purposefully, and effectively. This week on the podcast, we have a guest who encourages all of her new managers to reflect on this question as they begin their leadership development journey. And we're going to learn how to use this question to become better leaders today. Lisa Doms is the global head of tech people development at TUI Group, the world's leading tourism company based in Hanover, Germany, with over 13 million customers and 16 and a half billion in annual revenues. We will talk about her lessons for leading authentically, accelerating her career and navigating burnout, plus her lessons on leadership development from fostering talent at TUI Group. Lisa, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Ellen. Thanks for having me. You've spent a lot of time putting together a program to help aspiring leaders be successful once they're promoted. So first, tell us about the program. What is it? Who are the participants? And what do you want them to learn? So the program is called How To, like in how to be a leader, how to build my team. And it's a program designed for first-time leaders. So really for those ones who have been in the position for a few months now or are likely to start the position in a few months ahead. And we want to support them in really transition into this new role, transition from somebody who was excellent and what he or she did beforehand then there is this new chapter of being a leader and we want to support them. They are the scope of people that we want to have on the program. We have great numbers. We're able to increase the numbers from 200 people to nearly 400, which is a great sign and shows that there is a demand to support those leaders because we have more and more of them, which is great. And we designed the program with four modules. So the first module is me as leader. The second module is build my team. The third one, grow my team. And the fourth one is manage our business. And we did that because we believe that in order to manage other people, you need to understand yourself and you need to be able to manage yourself in the best possible way, because only then you're able to help others and to create this environment where they are caring about themselves, where they know what they want and all those kind of things. But it starts with yourself. So this is why we said me as a leader is the very basis of everything that we do in that program. Let's go deeper on who am I as a leader? How do you teach people to answer that question? What is it that surprised you? What have you learned from looking at how people have answered that question? And what have you learned about yourself when you've asked yourself that question? 
Maybe to start with, today we had a, um, as we call it, how-to life session where we had an internal colleague presenting to the audience and he was taking them through a combination of slides, but also like a lot of interaction. So it was very interesting to see. And he, for example, focused on emotional intelligence and the, the different pillars that fall into emotional intelligence like self-awareness, self-management, social awareness and relationship management. And then like he went through all those different pillars and he asked the audience several questions. So just uh, as an example, he asked our how-to delegates, what triggers you in terms of getting special emotions? And we could see that, for example, the answers were stress, disrespect, tiredness. So no things that are very surprising, but it's always good to have that sense check with the people and to just see if we are supporting them in the best way possible. And I think coming back to the self-awareness part, what I said before is that we want our leaders to be the best managers for their people. And we can only have that ambition if we make sure to create environment for them to get there. So, for example, we use Insights Discovery, which is a, an instrument that helps you to understand who you are, not just as a leader, but as a person, what's important to you, what are your strengths, your preferences, and where do you have to invest a lot of energy to, to get something done. And this is an instrument that we use quite a lot across the organization, as I said, not just for leaders, and it helps to really understand what comes easy to me and what is not as easy. And if we can help our leaders use something like this, and obviously there are other frameworks to understand what their people's needs are, what the individual team members need, what kind of support and motivation and all those kind of things, then we're doing a really great job. Yeah, excellent. Can you talk about your journey of self-discovery? Anything to share in terms of answering the question for yourself, who am I as a leader? Yeah, it certainly was a journey. <laughs> so it didn't come just the easy way. So I used to be a person that wanted to do everything 110%. And at some point, especially being a mother, you just realize that's just something that's not realistic. And there are ways to understand, okay, I have to change something. And so I did. So I, I think when I was close to my 30s, birthday, maybe it was earlier, I started to to question myself, who am I? What do I want to be? Or who do I want to be? What do I want to do? And a lot of things came forward that I maybe always knew, but never dared to speak out loud. Uh, and at the same time, I was able to focus on my strength and to say, okay, this is who I am and this is also who I want to be in the future. So there was a lot of calibration necessary to understand and to be the person that I am today. But most certainly, every, every single piece of that journey, especially during the last years, was worth the ride because otherwise I wouldn't be, I think, probably the leader that I am today or the manager, even as a person and all those different roles that you have. And I think that's something that our listeners probably can relate to a lot. You're not only the manager. You're not only a colleague. You're not only a mother or a father, a friend, sister, brother, whatever. There are so many different roles that you have. Obviously, it's not accepting who you are. Dare to be who you are and don't be shy about it. I think that's probably one of the most important aspects to really 
do the best that you can do in every part of your life, not just at work, but really in every single part of your life. And also like not be too strict with yourself. If you've done a mistake, reflect on it, ask yourself the question, what would I do differently? And also with criticism from other people, is there truth in it? Or do I maybe even say, no, I, I think I would do it th uh, the same way again. I think this is all part of of me, but also something that we most certainly want from our leaders at TUI to reflect on themselves and be able to take, again, responsibility for who they are and what they do. So you believe a lot in being authentic as a leader. You talked about being honest and open, admitting weaknesses, being vulnerable. I've heard you say, daring to be yourself. Talk about what people have to do to be authentic as a leader. And I want to tease out the responsibilities of the company and those that are on the leader individually. If I start with the employee side, dare to do something, leave the comfort zone, trust yourself that something good is going to happen. Either it's something that you just learned from and next time you're doing it a different way or it worked out the way you wanted it to. Then if something goes wrong and you have doubts about yourself and that's something probably everybody is struggling with at a point in time, you at least have some examples of like success stories for yourself that, where you can see that was good because of that or I was able or lucky enough to learn something in this respect. And from an employer's side, I think it's really important to have a psychological safe environment so people feel safe enough to dare themselves to do something. And, you know, we have like our two E values, obviously T-U-I. We call it trusted, unique, inspiring. And we connect a lot of attributes to those different values. And for example, when it comes to trusted, I think it's very important that the words that you speak like equal the actions that you do or take. And so when our people think our managers are trusted or all the people at TUI are trusted, not just a, a leadership thing, then that's very good because if they feel that the, the person that they're talking to is a trustworthy person and they can open up, that then helps them to, to take new opportunities and to, yeah, to dare themselves. So I think it's the responsibility of the employer to create that environment so how hard is it to create that environment? There's quite a bit of literature on psychological safety and helping people to feel safe enough to dare to be themselves. But you guys have taken it to a whole new level. Your 2E motto, come as you are. How does that drive transparency and improve trust and performance? Yeah, I think the best way is by having examples that prove that it's the case. And I think that the COVID crisis, and I mean, we had to shut down so much of our operations and managers had a new situations. They found themselves in remote working models, right? So from one day to the other, like we were in the office every day. And then at some point overnight, we weren't. And managers had to cope with that situation equally as, as the employees, obviously. But I think that was like a huge challenge for the whole company, not just for TUI, but for many, many companies across the globe to get that change done in a good way and to cope with it. And I think many leaders probably realized that they don't feel that they are secure enough themselves because obviously they're also just human beings like everybody else. And 
being that lighthouse for other people in times where everything is so vulnerable and you don't have the answers to all the questions that your teams have. That's a very tough uh, situation. But then again, like if there is no other choice, then going through it and just taking on the challenge and and see where it takes you. And then, and this is probably a, an important aspect, not just taking on the challenge, but also to talk about it, talk about your feelings, talk about what you think, what makes you sleep at night or what doesn't, what helps you make decisions, what doesn't. So being very transparent about everything that's on your mind I think that's something that people value a lot because it helps them to see you have probably the same issues like I do. You worry as, as much as I do about everything that's going on. And I'm, I believe, I truly believe that this creates a bond between a leader and the team, a bond that is very, very important, but also like very, very strong and can then deal with a lot of ambiguity along the way. But at least you feel like... There is somebody that's going to listen to me, somebody that's going to help me. And that's something we want, I think, not just at TUI, but everywhere. So do you feel like you've grown as a leader because of the environment at TUI? You've talked about the people, the mentors, but do you also credit the environment and the ability to feel safe and come as you are? Yeah, definitely. So it's um, easy to say that TUI is a company where you have a lot of flexibility and a lot of people that believe in you know best for yourself what you need to do. So I'm here in terms of like as a sparing partner like, talk to me if you think there is a need to. But then again, I trust you to know what you're doing. Come as you are. This is something that's also very important to us. So looking at companies across the globe, obviously, diversity, equity, inclusion are one of the key aspects to think and talk about when it comes to retaining the people and getting new people on board. And also at TUI, we have people just like every other organization, to look after those kind of topics. And one of our key pillars of our diversity ambitions is that we want to want people to feel, yeah, again, safe as people that they are. And this is why we said, so come as you are, be the person that you are, that you want to be. Let me connect that back to your leadership development program. Your two phases are about building and growing your team. And I'm wondering if you could share some strategies. These frontline leaders are stepping up to management. They're going through your program. Talk about how you teach them to build and grow their team. Yeah, I think what's very important is to have a vision in mind. So what do you want to achieve with your team? Where do you want to go with the team? And if you have that vision and you're able to communicate it and to also inspire the team to follow this vision and to believe in the vision, that's certainly one of the most important aspects from my point of view. Then again, you need to understand what kind of tasks do we have? And that then tells you what kind of roles do I need? And that then tells you what kind of skills do I need? And if you know all of that, you can then start to look for the right people to build the team. And if you, for example, if you... If you're in the situation to take on a team that's already there, which is probably the majority of, of situations, 
it's important to understand who is part of the team, like who is colleague A, who is colleague B, to talk to them, understand what they're doing, understand what they need, what motivates them, what is also a trigger of stress, for example. I think that's also equally important to understand. And if you know all of that, you can then, like you have a good transparency of the team and you can understand where the strengths of the team are and also you have like good visibility of the of the areas where you might need to develop the team and then it comes to the next module of the program where we talk about how to develop the team and i think other than for example insights discovery what i mentioned earlier or similar instruments to develop the teams i think it's also important to understand that as a manager or as a leader you are a coach or you should be a coach to your team. You should ask the right questions. You should listen very actively. What are they telling me, right? So understanding what is on their mind and and also ask them, hey, where do you see yourself in the future, right? So it's not just my point of view to share with them. I also want to understand or we want our leaders to understand and to talk to their to their teammates where do you see yourself in the future? Let's say five years, maybe even longer than that. Because then again, it's that personal vision that you have. And that then tells you what you need to do before that. And having this conversation, this life cycle of talking to each other, understanding ambitions, potential, being honest about it, saying, hey, you know what? I can see many great things in you. And this is something that I really like. I valued a lot in situations like this or like this. But then there are also things where I could imagine we could do something to develop you in, a, in another direction, or we could have a discussion around what would you need to develop that or that skill or competence, right? So yeah, talking about it, being a coach, being a lighthouse for them, I think those are kind of things that help people to grow, to develop themselves. Yeah, that's really, really powerful stuff. And we look at a lot of research and we find that managers often struggle with having those conversations with everyone on their team. Like what motivates them? What drives them? What are their strengths and weaknesses? And what, what is their ambition three or four or five years from now? What do they want to be? What do they want to become? So I think it's really interesting that you all are teaching that and sort of driving that level of conversation. It's an area that when we do look at the research, it's an area that has so many people interested in today and a big giant opportunity for the field of leadership development. Okay, so now we're gonna move on to wrapping up. And we have a question that we ask all of our guests. That is, what are you curious about and learning now? So what are you curious about? Probably the most relevant thing to me, and that's both for private and professional life is, how to take even better care of myself in terms of getting a healthy distance to work when I shut down my computer, embracing my private situations much more, not worrying about work. Like the work is going to be there. And even if I wasn't there, the world would just go on moving. So feeling responsible for what I do is certainly something that's like just in the core of my professional me. But then again, I'm not responsible to save the world. So in the end, there is a healthy way to take responsibility and there is an unhealthy way. And by understanding that you're only getting yourself burned out, only getting yourself losing energy 
or wasting energy because you're doing stuff that is not top of the priority list. At some point, I started to really look into what needs to be done today, what needs to be done tomorrow, and the rest, it will find its way. And doing that and seeing how it helps me to to have more energy in my private life and to be better balanced at work and in my private life, I think that's the best proof that this way is the right one to go. Nice. All right, Lisa, thank you so much for your time and participation here for joining us on Udemy's Leading Up podcast. It was an honor. Thanks again for having me. That was Lisa Doms, the Global Head of People Development for Tech at the International TUI Group. Listeners, if you want to move in the direction of authentic leadership, ask yourself, who am I as a leader? Your answer might change day by day. Actually, it probably will change day by day. But checking in with who you are can help you connect authentically with your team members and create an environment where everyone can show up as themselves. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with the person the New York Times calls a true rock star professor and best-selling author of Total Leadership, Wharton's Stu Friedman. To learn more about Leading Up or how Udemy can help you develop leaders at scale and move business forward, visit business.udemy.com. The Leading Up podcast is produced by Udemy in partnership with Pod People. Special thanks to our production team, Alex Vickmanis, Amy Machado, Brian Rivers, Danielle Roth, and Carter Wogan. Our original theme is by Soundboard.